0: Hospitals push back on a new city of Los Angeles mandated $25 healthcare worker minimum wage. During COVID, superbugs thrived, and it costs almost $19,000 to have a baby in the U.S. It's all coming up on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Thursday, July 14th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where you get the headlines and health business and policy news in about 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a rating or a review. It helps other listeners find the show.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves,
0: feel the warm breeze. While most of the world's attention was focused on fighting the then novel pathogen COVID-19 in 2020, antibiotic resistant infections were spreading. In the first year of the pandemic, infections and deaths from antimicrobial resistant pathogens increased 15% from 2019. This is according to a Centers for Disease Control and Prevention report. This reverses progress the country had made on reducing the number of superbug infections in hospitals, which fell nearly a third between 2012 and 2017. The increase is a result of a confluence of pandemic factors. COVID overwhelmed healthcare settings, and as sicker patients ended up in hospitals with longer catheter and ventilator use, infection risk increased. Infection control staff were pulled to focus on COVID care. Also, in the early days of the pandemic, clinicians weren't sure how to treat the disease, and many threw more antibiotics at the problem. Between March and October 2020, nearly 80% of hospitalized COVID patients received antibiotics, which aren't helpful to fight a viral disease. About 40% of the 29,400 people who died from these antibiotic-resistant infections acquired them in the hospital. Some antibiotic-resistant infections spread at faster rates. Infections of *Acinetobacter* rose 78%, and infections of the drug-resistant fungus Candida auris, which was causing alarm pre-pandemic, jumped 60%. The CDC recommends addressing this with more investment in infection control, improved prescribing guidelines, and more support for research into new antibiotics. This isn't just a U.S. issue, it's a global one. The World Health Organization has rated antimicrobial resistance one of the top 10 global public health threats. Private hospitals in Los Angeles will need to start paying most of their workers a minimum wage of $25 an hour next month. That's if a new citywide ordinance goes into effect. On July 8th, L.A. Mayor Eric Garcetti signed the Healthcare Workers Minimum Wage Ordinance, which would raise wages for about 20,000 healthcare workers, including, but not limited to, nurses, support staff, and environmental service and maintenance workers at hospitals, hospital-affiliated clinics, and private dialysis clinics. This would be a big jump, as the city's current minimum wage is about $16 an hour. The Service Employees International Union, or SEIU, United Healthcare Workers West, is behind the measure. It gathered more than 145,000 signatures to get the petition in front of the mayor. Hospitals and health systems oppose the measure, arguing since it doesn't apply to public healthcare facilities, it's inequitable and discriminatory. And there's concern that it could exacerbate workforce shortages at public health care facilities and nursing homes, which aren't covered by the new ordinance. Los Angeles hospitals are now looking to put a stop to it by collecting enough signatures to put the measure to a vote. It will be important to watch how this plays out in Los Angeles, as the SEIU is hoping to bring similar health care worker minimum wage hikes to several other California cities and eventually to all health care workers statewide. It's expensive to have a baby in the U.S. The Kaiser Family Foundation pegs it at about $19,000 for people with employer-sponsored insurance, which includes out-of-pocket costs of more than $2,800. KFF came to this conclusion by comparing the costs of healthcare for women who have children to those who don't. This includes prenatal care, childbirth, and postpartum care. This isn't a comprehensive look at the total costs associated with pregnancy and childbirth, as it only includes cost-sharing amounts of covered health plan services. So, for example, fertility treatments or balance bills for other non-covered expenses are not included in this estimate. These figures represent what about half of Americans who give birth pay, as half of pregnant patients in America are covered by private insurance. The other half are covered by Medicaid, which has low or no out-of-pocket costs. The $19,000 figure is an average. It rises to more than $26,000 if a baby is delivered via cesarean section, with out-of-pocket costs also increasing to more than $3,200. Patients who have a vaginal delivery pay less, with total costs being closer to $12,000, and out-of-pocket costs remaining close to $2,600. These costs are more than many individuals can afford. The U.S., which is among the most expensive countries to have a child, also has among the highest maternal mortality rates of any developed country. The two are interconnected, and attempts to lower mortality rates will need to make care more affordable. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, shares of biotech company Verve Therapeutics jumped more than 13 percent on Wednesday after the company announced it's starting its first trial of its gene-editing treatment for heart disease. The overall healthcare sector fell about 1 percent. Thanks for listening to GIST Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olkin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on gisthealthcare.com. Gist Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
1: Hold up.